fourth quarter of 2023. Believe it or not, we're here. And I hope that your choices that you've made so far are, are reflecting your hopes and not your fears. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Quotes, Light, and Motivation Podcast with William H. Please rate and review the show. It helps us grow. You can email the show at QuotesLightMotivation at gmail.com. Again, that's QuotesLightMotivation at gmail.com. May your choices reflect your hopes and not your fears. Is there really any difference in trying and failing and never trying at all? If you end up at the same place, (laughs) is there really any major difference? You'll be a better person if you try and you fail, in my opinion, Uh, just because of the amount of knowledge that you gain in the process, the amount of things that you learn about yourself, the uh, limitations you uncover in yourself. You you start to learn things that you're comfortable with and, and not comfortable with. And, you know. There's a certain amount of freedom in stepping out and trying something that you know you can fail at. There's a certain freedom that comes with that. There's a freedom in being that bold. Life is for the living, right? Life is for the living. Life is about trying things and taking chances and not playing it too safe. You know, Um, not just doing things that you know are going to be successful, but trying new things, trying things that you've never tried before, uh, being willing to take that risk and take that chance. Um, and I've been thinking about a lot. I've been thinking about that a lot um, this month, you know, about because it's been a I've been thinking about a lot that a lot this year because it's been a crazy year. One of my crazier years and, you know, that I can remember um, just because of all the different things that I've involved myself in that I've never done before and all the uncomfortableness that I've had to endure, um, you know, but there's a freedom in it. There's a freedom in being that bold into taking those chances. I, I know a lot more about myself at this point at the end of 2023 than I did in 2022 at the end of 2022. And that's the goal. The goal is to learn more about yourself and to know more about yourself, you know, and, as we enter this fourth quarter of 2023, believe it or not, we're already in the fourth quarter. And this is a great opportunity to reset yourself, right? It's the first month of the fourth quarter. We got three more months left in the year 2023. And it's about what are you going to get done? What are you planning to accomplish? What were those things on your list back in January of 2023? What were some of your resolutions that you said that you wanted to complete and what have you completed? And what's one of the things that you still have time to correct or to complete in this last three months? What are some activities that you can change? What are some things that you can do differently as we enter the fourth quarter of 2023? What have you learned about yourself over this year, over the first nine months of this year? And what do you hope to implement going forward in these last three months? That's what it's about, man, you know, and like I always say, each quarter is an opportunity to reset and even each month, really, 
I look at it as an opportunity each day. If you want to get really particular about it, as an opportunity to reset and to forget about what happened yesterday and just focus on today and winning the day. And what can I do today to get closer to where I want to be and to my freedom and to uh, a better situation for my family, for myself? You know, that's what each day is about. Not being frustrated about uh, failing, not being frustrated about things not going as planned. Um, it's really about relinquishing control, you know, and that's what I've learned the most this year because I'm a control freak. And, you know, when you can't do everything yourself um, and you have no choice but to depend on other folks, that's when you realize that you really got to trust and believe in the vision, the, the bigger vision, and not get caught up on little mishaps or things that happen or um, things that don't go as planned. Um, and you got to be willing to entrust that regardless of what happens, I'm going to figure it out. And regardless of what happens, we're going to bounce back and we're going to get it done. And it's been a big growing up process for me, you know, in this year. But what have you learned this year? You know, and I like to use the fourth quarter. There's a few things that you can use the fourth quarter for. Um, it's a great time to review your financial goals and say, okay, at the beginning of the year, I said I want to save a certain amount of money. I want to achieve a certain amount of savings or a certain amount of investing. Have I achieved it? And if not, is there some time for me to do some makeup here? Or maybe I can start now saving. If I haven't done any saving at all, maybe I can start now saving over these next three months and have a, a quarter of the savings goal that I said I would reach for the year. Um, also, a great time to look at your retirement accounts and see if you want to max out your retirement accounts or um, add more to the retirement or if there's anything you want to do to take advantage of some of the tax advantages like, you know, investing in real estate or buying stocks and things like that. Um, you know, it's, it's just a great time to think about your finances and to plan your finances. And it's a great time to review your finances and to think about strategies to advance your finances um, over these next three months. It's also, like I said, a great time to look at your personal and health goals. Did you, did you say you wanted to lose weight? And if you did say you wanted to lose weight, have you lost any weight? Um, and if you have not, or you have not reached your goals, personal or financial, what can you do differently, right? Maybe you need to reassess the way you're approaching some of these things. Maybe you need to uh, take another approach. And then, you know, when we get to the end of the quarter around, you know, Christmas, end of the year, New Year's, it's just a great time to reflect on the year overall at the end of this quarter on what, what has went well. Uh, what did you what did you accomplish and what do you hope to accomplish in the upcoming year? So those are the, the main things I wanted to talk about. It's the fourth quarter of 2023, believe it or not, we're here. And I hope that your choices that you've made so far are, are reflecting your hopes and not your fears. I hope that if they aren't reflecting your hopes, if you are moving out of fear, that you would switch and begin to work on some of the things that you hope for. Begin to work on some of those um big goals that you have begin to take steps toward creating that vision that you see for yourself begin to try that thing that you're so scared to do and you're so scared of how people want to think or what people want to think of you when you try it don't allow uh the crowd and the noise to keep you from trying things to keep you from stepping out on faith to keep you from reaching for goals to keep you from, to keep you boxed in, essentially. Don't allow um, 
the monsters in your mind to keep you from uh, pressing forward and trying something, even though you may fail. Don't don't allow the fear of failure to stop you from uh, pushing towards your hopes and your dreams. All right, let's get into the positive black story of the week. Anthony Nesty, a former Olympic gold medalist and successful collegiate coach, was named the head coach of the U.S. men's swimming team for the 2024 Paris Olympics in September of 2023. In that role, he will become the first black head coach of the powerhouse American squad at the Games. Nesty's appointment is a significant moment for diversity and inclusion in the sport of swimming. Black swimmers have historically been underrepresented in the sport, both at the competitive level and in coaching positions. Nessie's success is a testament to his talent and dedication, and it sends a message to black swimmers and coaches everywhere that they can achieve their dreams. Nestie is an accomplished Olympic athlete in his own right. He was the first black swimmer to win an Olympic gold medal in 1988. He is also a member of the International Swimming Hall of Fame. So we salute Anthony Nestie and the U.S. Olympic swim team on this historic, historic appointment. His, this historic appointment as the first black head coach of the U- U.S. Olympic swim team. And this article is significant to me because I know um, black people in swimming, man, we, we, we really got to work on that thing. If you talk to 10 black people and ask them if they can swim, I guarantee I feel like seven or eight out of 10 won't know how to swim. Um, and I don't know what that is. I don't know. Um, I think part of it is um, it's not something that we're taught when we're young. Like I feel like swimming is something, you know, that is it's kind of like you have to have resources to be taught how to swim, right? You have to have, um, as a kid, you have to have um, a parent that's taking you to swimming lessons, a parent that's um, the, the facilities where you can go swim, right? Um, you know, and I don't know what that is, but it's like a lot of black folks don't know how to swim to the, as adults and so forth. And, you know, it's something that we all have to work on, but this is historic to have the first black head coach of the U S Olympic swim team, uh, coaching the team in the Olympics in 2024 is, is definitely historic. And we know how much attention the U S Olympic swim team gets. So, um, definitely uh, look forward to them competing in the Olympics and definitely want to salute Anthony Nesty and the U S Olympic swim team. All right, let's get into something motivational, inspirational I saw this week. So there's a, I had the opportunity to watch an interview on YouTube uh, by Crystal Hazlitt, who um, is an actress on uh, the show on BET called Zatima. Uh, but she was interviewing Tyler Perry. The, the name of the uh, interview on YouTube is Higher is Waiting with Tyler Perry. Um, and it just struck a chord with me, man. The interview is probably almost like an hour and a half long, but there's a lot of gems in that interview where she's talking about um, how she was just doing costume design for him, you know, and um, told him that she wanted to start acting, you know, um, that she had a relationship with him as a costume designer, but she was trying to get into acting and she didn't know how to breach the subject or how to approach it. But she just had a moment where she just told him like, Hey, you know, I'm interested. I want to get into acting. And because of the boldness of that moment, you know, she was able to start acting on a few of his shows. And now she has her own show, um, which is, a you know, she goes into uh, details and, and it's a great story on, 
you know, being bold and not being afraid of saying what you want and speaking what you want into existence. But even uh, bigger than that, another point in the interview where Tyler Perry is talking about, you know, his studio that he now owns, which is one of the largest, if not the largest studio in the U United States. Um, but he talks about, you know, because this is his third studio and in, in, this is his third studio in Atlanta. He talks about when he built his his first studio that um, which was uh, Croc Street Market or Croke Street Market here in Atlanta. He thought that he would be there forever. Um, and, you know, he outgrew it and then he moved to a second location. He outgrew it and now he's in his third location. Um, but he said something. He said that every time. Every time he was supposed to move to the next level. And he didn't because he was comfortable either because he was he was comfortable because he didn't want to pay more. Or he didn't want to grow more. Or he thought he was where he wanted to be every time that he didn't move to the next level um, because he was comfortable. Everything in his life got uncomfortable until we moved to the next level. And that struck a chord that struck a chord with me uh, because, um, you know. Like I said, man, this year has been uncomfortableness for me. <laughs> it's been full of uncomfortableness, uncomfortable moments, all that stuff. Um, and I, I've, I've realized I've come to, to just accept that it's because I'm supposed to be going to the next level with this thing. I'm supposed to be um, transitioning into the next phase of what I'm trying to get to. And it's just going to require it's going to require a different version of myself, if that makes sense, for me to get to the next level. And. You know, just like uh, Tyler Perry's talking about, you know, when he tried his first studio, when he built his first studio, he had like boulet carpenters in there, you know, and he wound up winding up on the news because, you know, he was building without permits and all this type of stuff. And he realized that, um, you know, the message was clear that he was too big to do it wrong. He was too big to try to shortcut the process or try to. He was too big to try to uh, shortcut the process or try to do it the way that other folks have done it, you know, that he had to do it right. Um, and so, you know, he had to begin to be open to where he was going and build for where he was going rather than living and being closed and staying where he was. And that thing just spoke to me, man. It spoke to me when I saw that interview. There. I think it was when I saw the interview yesterday um, about. Um, being open to where you're going and building for where you're going and not worried about the temporary or the current uh, discomfort, the current losses, take the losses, take the L's. Um, but, you know, to be open, open to dreaming bigger and to going higher and being open to being open to things when they show up, when they present or open to opportunities, when they present themselves, um, you know, because it's all in the mind at the end of the day. It's all about the mind. The mind is everything and what you think you become. And, you know, just like we started the episode with um, may your choices reflect your hope and not your fears. I want to end the episode kind of in the same way that, you know, at the end of the day, the secret to happiness is freedom. And that's what we, our theme is this year, freedom, right? And the secret to freedom is courage. And when's the last time you 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 showed some courage? When's the last time you did something that was uncomfortable that you might fail at? That might put you out there a little bit. That may be beyond your current circumstances. That may push you beyond your limits and your limitations in your mind. 
I want to challenge you in this last quarter of this year to to push beyond your limits, to do something, work on something that's a little bit above where your current space is, but that matches your vision. Something that's a step above. Do something out. Do something out of the ordinary. Do something uncomfortable. Be willing to to take those steps. Be willing to uh, sit in that discomfort. Yeah, have a good week. <laughs>